0: The truth lives! Political Bombshow Starring Rishon Blyden
1: September 11th, 2001 A day of grief A day of courage This is how that day unfolded.
0: My daughter called me. She said "Uh, a plane just flew into the World Trade Center. I said,
1: "Nah, you got to be kidding. It's got to be a Piper Cub or some clown was flying down the river. At 8.46 AM, American Airlines Flight 11 from Boston, with 92 aboard, traveling at a speed of 470 miles per hour, strikes the North Tower of the World Trade Center complex. Within minutes, officials coordinate the citywide emergency response. Their base of operations is a state-of-the-art command center located on the 23rd floor of 7 World Trade Center. With one tower in flames, the tragedy is only beginning. It is 9.03 when United Airlines Flight 175, with 65 aboard, traveling at the speed of 590 miles per hour, smashes into the south tower of the World Trade Center. This aircraft strikes the corner of the South Tower. It rips a diagonally-shaped gash from the 84th to the 78th floors. The South Tower lasts only 56 minutes before it succumbs at 9.59 AM. A dust cloud billows outward for blocks. Victims stagger away. At 10:28, the television mast atop the North Tower spears straight down. Once the collapse started, there really wasn't any way to stop it. It was just going to go all the way down once it got started. City. Power is down in lower Manhattan. Phone lines jammed with more than 230 million calls. Hundreds of firefighters trapped in the towers. Hundreds more raced to the sea. Falling debris from the collapse of the north and south towers, ignites fires in the neighboring buildings of the World Trade Center. World Trade 4, 5, and 6 are ablaze. World Trade 7, the building housing the city's command center, burns unchecked for seven hours. At 5.20, it collapses. the city's emergency nerve center is destroyed.
0: Somewhere in that time, and it's very hard to keep track of time during this. They had been ordered to evacuate number seven by the Port Authority. To this day, we don't know who gave that order, but whoever it was saved a lot of people's lives.
1: With New York a war zone, some residents walk across the Brooklyn Bridge to get out of the city. Others seek escape in vessels piloted by the Army Corps of Engineers. At 7.45 p.m., the New York Police Department says 78 officers are missing and estimates that 200 firefighters are dead. At 10.56 p.m., police officials say they believe there are victims alive in the rubble of the World Trade Center. Working with urban search and rescue teams, there was a lot of areas to be searched underneath the debris field. There were voids that had to be searched for possible live people. September 11th, 2001, the longest and most tragic day in New York's history, is drawing to a close.
2: thousand people maybe It's a hump day party song. Turn up them speakers and sing along. Oh, 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 oh. Worked all week trying to make a dollar listening to that boss man holler. Take a look and what do I see? Middle of the week with free. It's party time tonight. It's
0: a long day party song. Turn up them speakers and sing. Welcome to Political So I'm your host, Sean Blyden. Let's have a moment of silence, please. I'm saddened that um, this job has taken over all of my time because the hours has increased tenfold. And literally... Yeah, the check looks good. So what? I'm not, anyone who knows me, I'm not someone who cares about money. If I have it, that's great. But I don't want to kill myself for money. And this is what's happening right now. And it made me not even remember that yesterday was September 11th. And I would have definitely done a tribute show. Which is why I started my show today with a tribute, and I'm um, you know I'm very saddened that I've forgotten that i it was not intentional at all. I wasn't trying to avoid it. We don't want to f- ever forget what happened September eleventh two thousand one. We never want to forget that, so I am so sorry that I did not do a tribute show yesterday. Very sorry about that. But I'm definitely human. And as you know, a lack of rest and being overworked can really take a toll on the body and the mind, the spirit, and the soul. Where you literally, you're going to be forgetful. I mean, I did a show on that. About, basically about what being tired and lack of sleep can do to you as far as stress and being forgetful and mentally blocking things out, it's just human. We're human. We're not robots. So again, I apologize for that. So I did have to start my show with a almost nine minute tribute and I hope that you still tuned in and you're still here. So, um, we never want to forget that. We never ever want to forget that. So, My hats goes off to all the men and women, the firemen, the police officers, the first responders who who uh spend you know their life who who went out there and risked their lives to save others. It's much appreciated. So my hats off to you. Hats off to you. Really. And so, I want to also say shout out. His name isn't actually Sega, but it rhymes with Sega. And got a surprise phone call today, and he uh, did leave the company. Good for him. We didn't always see eye to eye, but he seemed very genuine and wished me the... Wishing me well and the best of luck in my future and my future endeavors and whatever I decide to do in the future. And he's happier now. He has a job now that he's able to spend time with his wife and his child, his son. So you can't be mad at that. You can't be mad at that. You have to to pursue your own happiness, which is essentially what he's saying. And um, I'm happy for him. And that's good. So there you go, Mr. Sega. Good luck in your future endeavors as well. Okay, on with the show. Hurricane threats for Carolinas developing. So if you're in the Carolinas, please take heed and take the necessary precautions even if you need to evacuate do so please amazon to deliver christmas trees i don't care a rip about amazon i'm sick about it about this monopoly company i'm sick of him america moves closer to cashless society i i i've been cashless honestly for I don't even know how many years, because, well, if you consider, I don't use ca- I use de- my debit card pretty much for everything. I don't like having cash. I rarely ever have cash unless there, there's certain diners that has delicious food and they only accept cash only. So if I need it for something like that, or for instance, when I go deep sea fishing again on the 22nd of September, I will uh, need cash to tip the awesome crew out there in New Hampshire, East Coast Fishing Fleet, I believe. And um, so certain things you need cash for, but rarely do I ever walk around with cash. But let's see, let's open up this story here and see what they're talking about. Because, um, let's see, and Even Apple Pay, and I don't know what the Amazon one is, Google Pay, or whatever you want to call it, or Samsung Pay, I have no idea. But um, they're very convenient, but are they secure? That is the thing. It says, if you want to buy a beer at Flat Stick Pub in Seattle, don't whip out a $10 bill to pay. You'll walk away thirsty. Flatstick, a hot new mini chain in the Pacific Northwest, doesn't take cash. Neither does Bluestone Lane, a coffee chain with locations in New York, Philly, and D.C. Patrons there have to pay with plastic or an app called Level Up. Never heard of that one. Want to grab a sweet green salad for lunch with cash? Non- no can do at many locations. Cashless commerce is popping around, up around the country, particularly in restaurants catering to a younger crowd, which is likely to leave home without any greenbacks or even a wallet, and instead choose to live life with a smartphone and a few credit or debit cards attached. I'm not the younger crowd, but that's how I live life because it's just more convenient and simpler. I, that's just why I do it. It's just simpler to me. But anyway, businesses, who's gone cashless, raves about the results. Flatstick owner Sam Largen told me plastic only reduces error rates due in times of complex accounting such as calculating tips when shifts change. Cash sure seems to be on the ropes. The dollar value of cash transactions sank 7% from 2010 to 2015, according to Nelson report. With credit and debit card payments rose, while while credit and debit card payments rose, Nearly 50%. Meanwhile, ATMs, which had their 50th birthday last year, are disappearing around the block and around the world, signaling the decline of the cash run. Of course, cash-free environments aren't brand new. Airlines went cashless long time ago for meals and other onboard purchases as did parking lots and other unmanned spots. And with the metric rise of friend-to-friend payment apps like Venmo, I don't know that, Zill, I heard about, and Splitwise, don't clue, were no longer throwing $20 bills on the table after a meal or handing over cash or checks to roommates, for the gas bill. So you're saying cash is over? Not exactly. The Federal Reserve said 2016 that 35% of U.S. transactions were still made in cash, and the amount of cash literally legal tender notes being used around the world continues to rise. Plus, there are still plenty of obstacles to to go in cashless. For starters, the FDIC estimates that 7% of US populations is still unbanked. Okay, I got into the story. Got into the news without telling you what the topic of the show is gonna be about. You see what I mean about the mine? I'm still overworked. So my topic is going to be about uh What happens when an antisocial person rise because of populism? Because they became popular? Well, I happen to be an expert in that field, being that I am one of them. So I will talk about that a bit later. Now, back to the the story. In other words, they live an all caste life, so would be entirely shut out in a cashless society. Some also like the anonymity that comes with paying cash. Others use cash for budgeting reasons. When you're out of cash, you stop spending. So, there you go. What do you think? Do you still think cash is king or do you use uh plastic or or your smartphone to pay? Let me know. I would like to know. I haven't quite adapted to Apple Pay yet. I'm so used to whipping out that debit card. I've used it once or twice, but I'm. it's not mainstream for me yet. I don't know if it ever will be, but we'll see. I used it a few times, like when I forgot my wallet, it came in handy. I was able to buy food because I could use the Apple Pay. <laughs> okay. Arizona probing Google locations, tracking practices. Good. Call them out. They shouldn't be tracking anyone. They shouldn't be tracking anyone. Bezos, banning conventional, wait, Bezos, banning controversial books. I hope you don't think my book is controversial. I hope not. Let's see here. Uh, Amazon has officially entered, what is this, territory by banning an entire range of Dayton advice books because they violate unspecific content guidelines. So Dayton books. Hmm interesting very interesting i'm so sick of you bezo and you sucky zucky i'm sick of you guys really am huh uh, chen's co-host rip husband on cbs show let's see interesting very interesting indeed. Let's see. Julia Chen and the talk co-hosts react to Moonveen's resignation. So, on Monday, his wife and host of the talk, Julie Chen, was absent from the show's season premiere. I've never been nervous in my life, but I'm kind of very nervous right now, Sharon Osborne said. The show's other co-hosts were clearly uncomfortable, but said they had to talk about the issue. Just because this hits close to home, it doesn't change the story. All women's stories matters. Yeah, I don't care about Moonveen. I don't care about that story, really. Cokehead. Woman hit cocaine baggies under the wig <laughs> glued to her scalp. Cops say, wow. People are real. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. Unreal. It says here. While booking a female inmate, Florida jailers discovered two small baggies of cocaine under her wig, which was pasted onto her scalp, (laughs) according to court filing. Rose Mae Dawson, 30, was arrested Thursday in connection with a prior prior auto burglary. Seen on the right here, she looks very scary looking. Okay, so yeah. Dawson is locked up. Loot of 12300 bond is scheduled today for court hearing. Okay. You are a scary one. I'm a scary one. Mr. Grins. Uh, da, 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 da. Defiant Australian paper reprints races. Serena cartoon. Serena, as in Serena Williams, I'm guessing. Let's see. Let's see what's going on here. Newspaper doubles down with front page response to Serena Williams cartoon credit. Let's see. If you thought the Herald Sun was going to back down, guess again. The Melbourne newspaper behind a controversial cartoon which depicted Serena Williams' tantrum during the U.S. opening women's final has responded to critics with an extraordinary front page. Cartoonist Mark Knight created international headlines on Tuesday after his drawing of Williams, which showed her stomping her racket, was criticized by some as racist because of the way he drew the 23-time Grand Slam winner's lips and hair. (laughs) It was funny. Knight and his employer launched an immediate defense, arguing it was a depiction of the tennis star's behavior and had nothing to do with race. I'm glad they doubled down. I have to give them credit for that. They doubled down Wednesday's newspaper, printing a cover with a headline, Welcome to PC World. Good. Good for them. That featured several of Knight's cartoons with reasons why they could not also be branded offensive. Good for them. Good for them. Very good. Very good. Laws to create toxic rule. GA school, resonates paddle policy. You mean that they're incorporating uh, back to corporal punishment like back in my day? Let's see. An area school recently sent home consent forms informing them of a new corporal policy at an area school. The superintendent says they've received a little over a hundred forms back, a third of them given consent to paddle their child. Good. Some child needs paddling. Good, I like that. Whip them into shape. Whip them into shape. Internet balloon milestone don't care. Wait, I see I do care. Let's see, I'm reading about this. sessions open to investigating tech giants. Arizona probe and Google, location track. Okay, yeah. It's about time Sessions does something. He's a waste of nine months. Or if he was premature, seven months. Legal battle with EU over right to be forgotten. How about the right to forget you? Looting fares. It always happens when hurricanes. People are people. People are disgusting. Missing wages, urine bottles, disturbing driver stories. Interesting. By interesting, I mean very gross. Let's see. No shelters strong enough in the entire... South Carolina County, not good, not good at all, not good at all. A study shows that Hawaii, Utah, happiest states, West Virginia, least happy. Huh, interesting. Uh, Although I wanted to do a show. I don't know if I could do a do a whole show on it or I could just look it up and talk about it today, but uh I wanted to know which state has the the worst drivers. So I guess I would look up which state has the most car accidents. Cause I would venture to wager so that Connecticut is the worst. It is the worst. In my travels at work, I have to I work in Connecticut. I used to live there for ten years, so I know a little bit about Connecticut, and they're horrible drivers. And whether you could be offended by me if you're from Connecticut, I don't care. You think I care? I don't give a flip. But you guys are horrible, so I need to look that up. I don't know if I'll dedicate a whole show to it or or come back and talk about that, too. But I definitely need to talk about it because Connecticut drivers suck, man. They suck. During my day to travel, I see anything from burning cars flipped over, crashed into barricades. You name it, it's done. Because they don't know how to drive. They're horrible. Taco Bell voted best Mexican restaurant in the country. Are you kidding me? That's not even real. Okay, yeah. Not reading. Are you kidding me? Are you joking? You've got to be kidding me. Trump promises all-out response on what? Let's see. What is this all about? Oh, Trump promises all out response to Hurricane Florence. Very good. Very good. Let's see what else we got here. Wife in awkward spot. That's probably about, uh, yep, the, the talk. We talked about that briefly. Don't care. The world has just gone crazy. Why has the world gone? Oh, because of the Serena Williams thing. I don't care again. Don't care. Nine eleven somber tributes. Al Qaeda called for new strikes. Let's see. Dumb. This is New York. Americans looked back on 9-11 Tuesday with tears and somber tributes as President Donald Trump hailed the moment when America fought back on one of the hijacked planes used as weapons in the deadliest terror attack on U.S. soil. Victims' relatives said prayers for their country pleaded For national unity and pressed officials not to use 2001 terror attacks as a political tool in a polarized nation. So, let's see what else we got going on here. Al-Qaeda calls for a new strike. Let's see. Read this really briefly. Al-Qaeda calls for new terror attacks on U.S. NVIDIA released on 9-11 anniversary. Let's see. Come on, let me, where's the story? You know, this is so annoying. These online newspaper, they try to get you to subscribe to them or they don't let you read their stories in full they just let you read headlines so annoying it really is you know why they do it because they're losing revenue revenue because people are not reading because they're not reporting news they're reporting their opinions and no one wants to read about opinions i mean most people listen to talk shows for opinions obviously it's a little bit different You give your opinion on the news, but the newspaper is supposed to be the news. So, okay, fine. You don't want to give me this new story. Just close that out. Have time for your nonsense. Bald Eagle lands on fire truck. That's cool. Let's see. That's pretty cool. Let's see if they have a picture of it. Bald Eagle swoops in to join Firefighters 9-11 Tribute. Well, they do have a have a quick video. Let me click on it. I won't turn it up. I'm just going to describe what I'm watching. If it loads any day now. Come on. Of course, starts off with a commercial. Everything is about revenue. Revenue, revenue, revenue. Revenue. Come on with the commercial already. Let's see it already. Okay, so you have the fireman talking there. There's the cut to the fire truck. And the eagle, in in fact, is right on top of the ladder. Nice. That is pretty cool. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Okay. Let's see. What else? Controversial swirls. Don't t hope this is not the same Serena William thing. We went over this already. Is this Serena? Oh, what's going on? Or oh, something to do with Catholic, but apparently someone took the story down. They literally took the story down. I got a server error. Someone either took it down or so many people are reading it it crashed. But it basically said, I'm reading the it top. It's from the Catholic News and it said Satan is attacking bishops. They must fight with prayer. Pope says, but the story is gone. It's not there anymore. Yeah, it's gone. They took it down. So I can't read what's not there. Okay, so... um. Wow. Wowzers. Bernie's son gets blown out in primary. Let's read all about this. Bernie Sanders' son, a Levi or levy, loses New Hampshire congressional primary. Levy Sanders, the son of Senator Bernie Sanders, was handed, handedly defeated on Tuesday night in his bid for New Hampshire's first congressional district swing district that was vacated by Retiring Representative Carol Shea Porter, Democrat New Hampshire. Sanders was viewed as a significant underdog in the race before Tuesday. He also ran without the explicit endorsement of his father who said in a statement this summer, Levy or Levi has spent his life in public service to low-income and working families, and I am very proud of all that he has done. In our family, however, we do not believe in dynastic politics. Levi Levi is running his own campaign in his own way. The younger Sanders had only raised about 40000 for his congressional bid. Chris Papas, an openly gay member of the New Hampshire Executive Council, won the primary after also beating back Maury Sullivan, an Iraq war veteran and former Obama administration official who raised more money than him and had been criticized for moving to the state last year. When the race was called, Sanders was in seventh place out of 11 candidates. The first con- first district was won twice by former President Obama, by a slight block. I don't care about you. I don't care about you. Should I play a song? No, I'm not gonna play a song. Let's see, dogfight. Texas troubles trip Republican strategy. W. Bush hits fundraising circuit. I don't care about you. I'm going to have to play a song if they keep giving me stories I don't care about. Don't do it. Don't make me do it. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Raw. All right. That's enough of that. Job openings climb to a record 6.9 million. Joined by China. Russia launches biggest war games. I'm not going to read the Kaepernick story because I don't care. Long-term power outages. Because of Florence. Manafort in plea talks with prosecutors. Let's see. Let's see a little bit about this. I don't really want to read into this stupid Manafort thing. Manafort in talks with prosecutors about possible plea according to people familiar with the discussions. Days before... In-person jewelry selection is... Okay, I don't care. I'm sorry. I can't read what I don't care about. I'll be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm nerdy. I love it. I, when I was growing up in high school, that's probably where I knew I was a nerd because that's where I hung up with and that's where I felt more comfortable with. I was a nerd. I didn't know I was a nerd, but looking back on it, I was definitely a nerd. I hung up with the nerdy kids and I loved that. So. We did the nerdiest things, it's crazy. So, we weren't your typical nerds, like you saw Revenge of the Nerds, I don't know if you ever seen that film, it's very old, but we weren't those type of nerds that got picked on. We were like the cool nerds, No, everyone liked us, so. Yeah, pass was me, nerdy, 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 nerdy. Let's get back to a little news, if there's anything here. Okay, not going to read about Nike. Don't care about them. Russia launches biggest war games. We knew that was coming. I read about that already. Says almost charged Hillary with perjury. Oh, Manafort. Almost doesn't count. You should have done it. You should have done it. I don't care about almost. So I guess winds are 140 miles per hour in Florence. Let's see here. Star says concerns about those around Mueller. Okay. Back to, I see something that says, almost charged. Who cares about almost? It didn't happen. Who cares? Why bring it up? It didn't happen. Ken Starr, I have confidence in Mueller. Concerns about those around him. I don't care. I'm not going to read this. I don't care. I really don't. I call Mueller a mule, a donkey, a jackass. That's how I feel about him. Texas Troubles trip. Republicans stri- I'm not reading that. Okay. What is this? The color is brown. Mass shooting tweet. Threatens Trump hotel event. Um, Secret service probes. Actress calling for assassination. Let's see. This should be th- thrown in jail. Not... Not probe, throw her in jail or him or her. Carol Cook, what you what do you mean by where's John Wilkes Booth when you need him? The Secret Service wants her to hear from the veteran TV star who thinks it would be a good idea for someone to John Wilkes booth President Trump. Sources connected with the agency tell TMC, "Cal Cook's comments to our photog when she left Craig's restaurant Sunday night were enough to trigger an official inquiry. Our photog asked Cook, a famous Broadway actress who also appeared on Dynasty, Cagney and Lacey and Sixteen Candles, what did what she thought about Trump and she replied, where's John Wilkes Booth when you need him? When our guy asked if she meant Trump should be assassinated, she re- responded, why not? <laughs> our sources say the Secret Service saw our post and are concerned enough that they want a chit-chat with the 94-year-old actress. They were quick to add, it's not an official investigation, just due diligence. If the interview unearthed anything, optimus, only then would it become an official investigation. Officially, the agency says, the Secret Service is aware of the comment. While we do not confirm or comment on the absence or existence of specific investigations we can say we investigate all threats against the president so if that was someone if that was someone when obama if that was someone white and and obama was president the media everyone would be all over it see it's a hypocrisy Campaign sign used to fend off. Cops cursed president before violence. Cursed president before violence. Secret Service probes. Okay. I've had enough news. That's enough news for today. That is enough news for today. When I come back, I think I'll get into the monologue. I think I had enough news. I'm pretty sure that you had enough news. I know I had enough news. And news is news is news. Let me look at my, this feed. Sometimes my email feed has some interesting stuff. Amazing administration. No, amazing admission by Google, Facebook, Content Cop. Don't know what that is. Kennedy Center, prison, show feedback. Yeah. No, I don't see anything worth reason, worth reading. So when I come back, I shall get into um, why... You know, how does someone who is antisocial react to populism when I get back?
3: Wake up in the morning looking greener than Shrek. Where is that, donkey? Sleeping in a tub can really mess up your neck. Before I leave, I stop and vomit up tequila and glitter. It seems I'm spending every morning with my head in the shitter. Got vomit up in my hair. But I'm way too sick to care. Now I'm falling down the stairs. Off the floor, then I'm almost out the door. But my family is waiting for me. Oh crap, not again. It's an invention. It's cool, I'm fine, I can stop it anytime.
2: That's a lie, you won't try. Now you've made your mother cry. Look!
3: Oh, oh, oh. Then they all go down the line talking about their
2: feelings. It makes me sad when I see you brush your teeth with Jack. I'll say you borrowed my little bike and never gave it back. Stop showing off your butt. But you're making young girls act like sluts. sluts. And you're starting to get a beer gut. Beer gut. This behavior is a dead end. And P. Diddy is not your friend. You'll end up like Lindsay Lohan. This is whack, I feel
3: trapped. We want
1: the old Kesha back.
3: Screw you, Dr. Drew.
0: Welcome back, welcome back. So let's get into this. (laughs) What happens when you're antisocial, but everyone around you just seems to be so interested in everything that you do because you're just so popular? Why? Why, why, and what do you do? Well, for me, it was always difficult because I was always antisocial and most antisocial people we have reasons for why we're antisocial in my case I have multiple reasons why i'm antisocial and if you read my autobiography, you'd know some of them or all of them or most of them but antisocial people we have reasons to being antisocial whether we're we um whether it's because we Feel that we're ugly, maybe, maybe because we we think that you know um, our oral hygiene isn't clean enough, or our self is low self esteem. Whatever the reasons could be, it could be anything. But uh, many people are antisocial, and we try to remain antisocial as. In my case, I try to be anti-social, I really do. But I've always, always been an entertainer. That's the problem. It's always been in my blood to be an entertainer. I can remember as a kid when my mom and my aunts and my uncles, they'd be practicing church songs, and then I would come out of my room, and while they're singing, I'd be playing the role of a pastor or a priest, and everyone just bust out laughing. They were like, where did this child pick this up? I was doing it so good. And so I've always been an entertainer. And I've always loved music. And so is it's very difficult to be an entertainer and be a musician and be anti-social but I know that there's many antisocial musicians out there and actors and actresses. I know they are and entertainers. So it's not new. So in my case, it was very difficult because when the populism really kicked in, I did not know how to handle it, how to treat it, except to try to combat it and sue it away. Like, get away from me, leave me alone. But, that didn't help, and that's why some people consider people who are antisocial and popular consider them to be, you know, a-holes because they think that they're being a-holes because because of the way they are there, but it's not that we're being a-holes. We've, we've always been antisocial, and not because you become popular. It doesn't It doesn't mean that you throw away the uh, antisocialism. You don't throw it away, it's a part of you, you've always been that way. And some people will always remain antisocial. And so for me, when it became popular, I I just tried to shoo it away. And then it came to a point where I realized shooing it away wasn't helping. So I just tried to let people see, see the interest inside of me. People, us and others, and people like people that are interesting. Or unique and different, or all of the above, and so when people saw me and said, "This guy is very interesting," and that's why that's why people uh, like me. That's another thing, likeability. I also have likeability. There's some people out there like GM. He has no likability, but this isn't another GM rant, so I don't want to bring him up. But this isn't as an example. His his likability is is negative zero. So likability counts for a lot, a lot in my case, because if someone has likability, they can make um, almost a million errors and mistakes, and I will never hold it against them because they have such likability. Whereas someone who has no likability, they can make the slightest mistake and I really lash out at them. So likability really plays a huge role. It really does it plays a huge role, so even at work i I can't everyone most people like me, and there's a few that don't like me, and that's because I made it my point for them not to like me because I don't like them, and I have my reasons and so but for the most part, I'm super popular, super popular, and um Even with new guys that come in that I haven't even met, you see, the love spreads. So all the popularism of the people who like me that's already there, the older people that's been there, are expressing their their love and admiration for me. And therefore, the new persons already have likability towards me already. And so... It's just the populism, you can't, populism is contagious, basically, very contagious. It's hard to, to stop it once it starts rolling. You can't stop the popularism. I'm sorry, you just can't. You can't do it. And so you have to embrace it. I came to a point where I was like, okay, fine. I have to embrace this because no matter what I do, it's not not happening. I'm not going to be able to just be the antisocial guy that I want to be. For my own reasons, like I said, and um, so I have to embrace it. And so it's like one one new guy. He's he saw me very happy for the first time last night, and that's because I uh, I was I was finished at a decent time, was, and so he looked at me. and says, "I've never seen you happy before. You're always angry." But so, I mean, just little things like that. People pick up on every little thing. That's the thing about being popular. And um, people pick up on every little thing. I mean, there's nothing that I can do and just be left alone. Just because, and Plus, I've always been outspoken, too. It's very difficult to be antisocial yet outspoken. The two just doesn't mess. But I've always been outspoken and so Every little thing that I say or do, it's like, it's held under a microscope. And I hate that. I can't, I, I hate it most times. I just, why, why is everything that I say have to be held under a microscope? Can I be left alone? Geez, just let a guy live. But it's because of the populism and, and the likability and people don't want me to be upset. And so they try to make me happy, but sometimes you just can't. Then you have some who like to see you upset no matter what but for the most part people don't want to see that with a, with someone that's popular and has a, a high likability rate and so they try to um to make me happy by making me laugh telling me jokes or trying to help me out in whatever way they can it's and i've never been great at taking compliment that's something i still struggle with hard to take a compliment like when a close friend say that they appreciate it pre- appreciate me being in their lives and they're happy that I'm in their lives and I don't know how to re- really respond and take that compliment and that genuine just genuine uh, feelings that they said to me is like you know it's hard for me to express the emotions back I um, I I just rather show my emotions. It's hard for me to express unless I'm writing music or I'm talking on the microphone to you guys, and that's different. But one, one, you know, it's hard to to uh, articulate back to him that I feel the same way too. So that's how I just say it. I feel the same way too. And um, yeah, I'm I'm not good at this kind of thing. So it's very difficult to um from being anti-social to being super popular because even in my back in my school days, I wanted to be anti-social for my own reasons. And I was still popular. No matter what I did, I was popular, made popular for for different things. I wasn't pop. I wasn't happy being popular for one thing. I I allowed bullies, excuse me, to turn me into a bully eventually. And I am definitely feel deep regret, as I said before, when I did a show on bullying, I think. I think I did a show on bullying, yeah. And I mentioned some of the names and how the regret I felt for going down that road. But I, you know, didn't mean for it to happen, but it did happen. And, um, so I was in in that period. I was popular for being a little bully, and it's funny because how short I am, and I was even shorter then. And I remember going into the principal office, and she's and Philip was complaining. Then he was I think he was six foot. He had to be in six feet tall, and I was like what five something five three five four around there. And so, when he goes in there and we're sitting in the office, and and he tells the principal, he's a bully. He's bullying me, and she literally had a laugh. She laughed, because she could. She didn't want to believe that that someone as short as me would be picked on him. So she she didn't believe him, and he, even though he had concern on his face and he was being truthful, that I was bullying him, but. See my my bullying days. I didn't. I couldn't use size because I wasn't big. So my tactics were were more of of a mind game warfare. See, once I got into your mind and the fear kicked into your mind, then it was the physical part wasn't even a contest because the fear. I, I already put the fear in you. Through your mind, and as we know, the mind is a powerful thing. So once in your mind, I already had you being fearful of me. The, the physical part was easy, and that's what happened. It's very easy to um to conquer to conquer my my the people that I picked on back then, and they were all bigger than me. I always went for the bigger ones. I remember one time, I can't remember his name right now, his name escapes me, but I tried that with him and he he handed it to me. He, I remember he, he held me by the throat, put me, wrapped me around a, a metal pole and was choking the daylights out of me. So I didn't win that one. I picked on the wrong one. I don't know if that's when I turn, turned around. I don't know. I'm, I'm credited in that moment when I turned back around and stop being a bully. I think that was the moment. But I'm not 100% sure. It's this talking decades ago so I don't remember exactly. But uh, I was I'm glad that I turned back around. I definitely am but yeah, being antisocial and being popular is not an easy feat. It really isn't because like I said it really does come across sometimes like I'm being a dick because I just don't want to be bothered. And people are like, we like you. Why? Why are you not wanting to talk to us? It's so difficult. It's like, man, don't you understand how antisocial I am? But you, especially the younger generation, there's some many of them they look up to me and they want they seek advice or just want me to talk to them. And sometimes I, I it proceeds to be like I'm being a dick to them. But that's because I'm just antisocial and just want to be left alone. But I don't do that that much now, now that I do understand that with popular popularism or fame comes responsibilities where you're a role model, whether you want to be or not. And so I understand that now, and I don't react that way, even though it's in my, you know, it's my first reaction is to be antisocial. I don't do it. So... I mean, there have been some nights where I wanted to. All I wanted to do was to go to sleep, and I would actually sit up and just talk to someone like a troubled youth from I don't even know them from the internet. A troubled youth, and they just wanted me to, just wanted me to listen to them. That's all they really wanted. They just wanted someone to listen to them, and I listened to them. I just sat there and listened. And so, being antisocial, yeah, I always have to kind of give. You know, give it a back seat and uh, realize that I'm popular and I'm famous. And therefore, the social, the antisocial behavior, you got to put it in the back burner, especially when it comes to the the younger ones who wants to learn from me or look up to me. You You can't react to them in that negative way. It's not a good thing, not a good look. And so that's basically... That's basically my uh, views on being antisocial rising into populism. That's how we react. That's how I react. Uh, so if you're antisocial and you're popular and or famous and you want to talk about it, you can always call 323-835-1123 or visit politicalbombshow.cf. Happy hump day.